Cousin Jared, we are back for college football week 11. How it goes? I have to ask you, has this been the most hectic 24 hours in the history of Picks with the Professor? It's been wild. I was actually just thinking, like, I'm still wearing the same shirt that I was wearing last <laughs> night. And that, honestly, like, it's kind of been a couple of, of, of months like that with uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the new in-depth intricacies of the player-based college football NFL models. Getting college basketball started, 113 games today. Yeah, yeah. I probably procrastinated a little bit too long on getting some of that going. Um, trying to figure out exactly how we're playing. What I, some of these we talk about these choices between money line and spreads and figuring that out. Uh, and on top of that, we're, we're moving in, in the process. Many of you know we, we sold our house um, about six months ago, built a new one. We've closed the new one. We're working on getting up there, but we're going to be like kind of still in trains, you know. Uh, transient living, you know, for, for quite a while. So between all everything, it's been a wild ride yeah. here the last yeah. uh, the last little bit. Yes. About to hit, after we recorded, we're about to hop on a flight and go up to Indianapolis, and then maybe like at 1 a.m. we'll record a college basketball show for tomorrow too. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the 1.4 billion college basketball games uh, on a Monday uh kind of added some complexity to that for sure. Like I, I was thinking, yes. I was sitting there and I was like, this feels like a Saturday morning in like yeah. February. Where it's yeah. just so much college basketball, like 150 even, games, and you're like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah. At, at least with those, like, well, there are a lot of night games. At least those games spread out throughout the day a little bit better yeah. than this opening night nonsense where it's all just like at night and it's like yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a lot of money out there. Hopefully, yeah. you know, I, we'll return more than we put out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, really all the, It's kind of like college football Saturday, but on steroids, right? Yes. Um, yes. Week ten was kind of eh, the A grade plays did okay. The B grade plays didn't. Uh, we are still. Um, we've had a lot of discussions, uh, some updates last week to the model. I think I'm really uh, happy with, uh, kind of one of the problems I knew would be something that I wanted to address, but hadn't figured out a way to code it in, kind of figured that out last week. And so it kind of corrects for some of the, some of the situations that we were speculating the model was off on. And as we always talk about when, when we have a result, we never know if that means the model's off. It might, might not, it could just be an outlier. We don't know. But when we kind of start seeing multiple occurrences of that, we start seeing, eh, the model might just be off on this. We start thinking strongly, you know, more about this. We kind of fix some of that without it being manual uh, from an actual, like a mathematical perspective. And and we'll talk about one of those here in the second game, actually, yeah. uh, on the show that we're going to cover. So I'm pleased with that. Uh, I, I have a lot of optimism here going to the last uh, month of college football. I don't know about you, Cousin Jared. I have a lot of optimism as well, especially since I won't have to worry about like laying 20 points with, with some yes. big favorite anymore. We did try last week. I think that was yeah. the problem. That was the biggest problem last week was we were like, hey, I made some corrections. Maybe we can, maybe it is okay to lay favorites. So we kind of like dabbled in the water. We had like six favorites, I think seven favorites that we like mm-hmm. laid some points with and they were like one in six or something stupid, yeah. right? It was, yeah. like, it was terrible. And you know, we learned a lesson, right? Laying points is just terrible in any sport. Um, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't mean favorites don't win. It's just, it, 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 it's not that dogs cover all the time. It's not that they necessarily cover. More. It's just hard to figure it out, especially you never yep. know with college kids who's really showing up. Yep. Thankfully, there's enough games we don't have to worry about it, right? It's not yep. like there's a limited sample size here. So we got yeah. plenty of other fish in the sea. Yeah. Uh, we got eight great games to talk about an A grade play in the free show and an A grade play in the extended cut. Remember, if you want to hear our discussion about these other four games and 
more A-grade picks, more B-grade picks, a lot of money line picks, all the other picks. Dub Club is the place to be. That sign-up link is in the show description. Cost is under a dollar. You'll get all the college football. You'll get the NFL. And you'll get college basketball starting up today. I'm expecting a massively profitable month of November for us here. So uh, no reason not to be there. And uh, it's also uh, you're supporting a small business, right? And you're helping me, um, you know, spend 100 hours a week doing this nonsense rather than, uh, you know, yeah, working down yeah. at, the, at the Texaco or whatever else I'd be doing with my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Friday night. We're going to get started here with Wyoming and UOV. I like Amy. UNLV here playing at 1045 Eastern. Of course, it's not that late out there. Uh, but if you're a night out for Friday night, this one is the one for you. Yep. UNLV moving up in the ratings. And this is another we'll talk about. I guess we'll talk about it sooner than I thought here. Uh, overall, grading out pretty close to average. Number 68, we've been kind of down on them. And again, this correction that we've made where we kind of can take the data and assess what are the coaches doing? What's the... Um, synergism, what's the whatever that's actually making them perform a little bit better than just the individual sum of the parts. And UNLV has definitely been overperforming. The offense has been great. Uh, this is a team that probably was supposed to be around the 100th best team, maybe deep into the 100s. And the, and, and they're, lo and behold, they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, a team we need that coming in. Wyoming, I think, has kind of done about what we've expected. This is a pretty coin toss of a game on a neutral. UNLV at home with a strong season. We talk about UNLV as a team that has a pretty good home crowd when they're good, the fans like to show up when they're not. Nobody shows up. There's plenty. Decent <laughs> UNLV team. I'm expecting a decent crowd here on this one, uh, but we're going to take Wyoming. And yeah. 65. It's a B grade pick. We like UNLV, but at some point, it's like you're still playing minus 200 with UNLV. Like Wyoming's still a solid team, right? Like, yeah, we should like take a step back and. Yeah. and Wyoming's been in as much as the models like, hey, look, this UNLV team is decent. You know, maybe this is a little bit of an overreaction. That's where we're at here. Wyoming plus 165. Cousin Joe, we love us some dogs. Yeah, yeah. We, we we love some some dogs for sure. And I feel like UNLV is like a Rorschach test for, mm-hmm. you know, like are you a glass half full person or a glass <laughs> half empty person? Because yeah. they are – Good Lord, what what kind of world are we living in? They are seven and two. My sweet Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with losses to Michigan, who maybe like they only lost 35 to seven. Is that the closest uh, game Michigan's played all be, season? It might actually be. Yeah. Okay. So uh, but, loss- but but as we talked about Michigan and non-conference is very yeah. much like let's just get this thing over with and move on, right? So it is a little Michigan and conference a little bit different, but but yeah, yeah that de- de- definitely uh different. And then they have one score loss to Fresno State. I, I would say good, good loss in, in Mountain West. Yeah, Fresno State team. Yeah. But when you look at who they've beaten, they've beaten Bryant, Vanderbilt, UTEP, Hawaii, Nevada, Colorado State, and New Mexico. Those are not, some not murderers row. No, those are some bad teams. Yeah. If, on the flip side, you look at Wyoming, and Wyoming has been tested is what I would say this year. And they have definitely had some games where they did not look exactly tip. There's two non-conference games with tech and app state. I mean, that's and, and, and Texas scheduling and Texas. Texas, You're right. Yeah. That's incredible scheduling there. Yeah. Texas tech, Texas app state. And then in conference, they've already already played Fresno air force and, and Boise. And so they have definitely been tested. This is just one of those things for me personally, like UNLV is a great story. But I have such a higher level of confidence in Wyoming than what I have in UNLV. Like, I feel like I know exactly what I'm getting from Wyoming every game. UNLV, 
I have no idea what to expect. If you told me that UNLV scores 13 points in this game because Wyoming's defense, you know, clamps clamps down on them, I would believe that. Mm-hmm. If you told me UNLV scores like 38 points and wins this game by two touchdowns, I would probably believe that as well. But I just feel like plus 165 is too much value for a Wyoming team that we know exactly what we're getting. They've been battle-tested so far this year. They've played well in most of their biggest games of the season. And UNLV is just like, I, I still feel like I, I don't know what exactly I'm going to get from them. Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. And, and the plus 165 is really where it's at here. It's not that we think Wyoming's more likely to win than lose. It's just there's a lot of uncertainty in a high variance game. Plus 165 is too good to be to pass up. And this is the sort of game, because we've talked a lot about what cutoffs do we have for spread and money line. And we're still kind of trying to figure that out. What we do best here is the math. And we talk about gambling is a lot of math. We've got the math. I can do the math. I can do the probability. Some of these decisions of trying to figure out you know, left or right, that's a little bit tougher. You know, you're coming here, you know, I don't want to make that decision for you, viewer. I want you to kind of have that final decision. I'm here to help you with the math, with the probabilities, with what's smart, what's good prices, what's good number, that sort of thing. That's what we excel at. And uh, I think I, I keep coming back to, we've just done so well with these plus odds money yeah. line things. And so yeah. that's where it's at where we don't know if this one wins, but if we take 20 of these and we get 10 of them, we're going to have a great weekend. And so yeah. that's hopefully yeah. how we can start off our weekend Friday night with Wyoming. Yeah. Saturday at 2 p.m. Speaking of great stories, Arizona, another team that the mm. adjustments, the model where it's like saying, hey, how are the coaches been doing, helping out the individual players. And that coaching staff at Arizona has done wonders. Colorado doesn't really get much of a boost. Uh, Honestly, kind of questionable decision with the whole play calling thing. If you've been following that saga, maybe, maybe not ideal, maybe not ideal, but what you get with Colorado is what we've long said. They play hard the entire game, kind of no matter what. We saw this playbook with Dion at Jackson State. They were pretty rough that first year. They took some beatings, but those Mm -hmm. guys played hard for him. They came back next year a lot better. Will that happen next year? Who knows? It's a tougher challenge. Obviously, they're going to be up against it here against a really good Arizona team. And Arizona defense that shockingly is looking incredible. I've got Arizona as the 26th best team. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about just the 26th best team right now. And you consider injuries, there's probably a few teams behind them that maybe have an injury that you know would be ahead of them if they were healthy. But it's Arizona team's legit. Model says they should go on the road to Colorado, a tough place to play in altitude, a yeah, tough place yeah, to play yeah. and still win by more than a touchdown. But that means we've got decent value actually taking 10 and a half yeah. to Colorado. Again, kind of a similar story. Arizona is a great story. They're a great win over UCLA. Maybe this is a step too far, though, because I don't really know how the model could be any higher on Arizona than this. And I can yes. still only get to seven and a, seven and a half-ish. So 10 and a half offers us a little bit of value. Not the best value in the world, but, but, but pretty good here for Saturday afternoon. Yep. Uh, so that's a big part of this, I think, is I do not think it could be any higher on on Arizona. I was sitting here before the show thinking about it. And like I even in my mind, if I'm rationalizing it, I feel like maybe Arizona should be a few ticks lower than, than where you have them here. But I want to talk about Colorado. And yes, the offensive play calling. I, I don't want to get too much on a soapbox here. But was that offensive coordinator change simply because Shador got hit? 57 times against UCLA. Like what other reason? I mean, we talked about, um, we knew Colorado was going to have issues on the offensive line coming into the yeah. season. Like we, we, we knew that. Like, I, that's I why, like, that's why we thought, we thought they'd struggle at the gate a little bit more than they did because we kind of thought that was going to 
unravel the whole offense. Little did we know that Shadur Sanders would be a top 10 college football quarterback and be able to overcome that a little bit against weaker defenses. Yeah. And so it's almost like, what, what, what did Dion expect? I mean, don't get me wrong. Dion's a thousand times better coach than, than than knows everything. He's forgotten more about football, blah, 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 all those disclaimers. But like, did we not think that this was, was going to happen? And, and cause that's the only reason I can come up with, with the change. Cause I mean, had their offense, uh, not been as good as as they started off. No, it, it had maybe regressed just a, a tiny bit. But I mean, I don't know. I, I was just very confused by that. But anyway, yeah. go into Colorado's schedule. Yeah, I mean, down most of the game to Colorado State, came back and won that game. Uh, down to USC, big, came back, had a chance to tie up that game late. Uh, trailed Arizona State almost that entire game, came back and won. Uh, UCLA, Colorado had no chance in that no. game against UCLA. They never had a chance to win, yet somehow they only lost that game by 12 points. They, back, they backdoor covered with two I, scores. I have no idea how they only lost that game by 12 points, but but yeah. there they were. And then well, uh, week, their offense got like negative three yards in the second quarter or something like that. Like, I, I, I mean, yeah. it was terrible. Yep. And then uh, Oregon State, same thing. Down most of the game, came back and, and covered there. And so – you mentioned it. Colorado just does not give up. They play hard. I, I don't care who's calling the plays. I think this game is going to be um, very similar. I, I think this is probably going to be a close game, uh, but I definitely see Colorado hanging in there. And I think Colorado is still a tough place to to go play, I, yeah. I think. And, yes. you know, uh, like I don't know if I trust Arizona. I know, you know, sideline has its opinion. It thinks Arizona is really good, but I'm I'm not quite sure that, that Arizona is as good as Oregon State is. And so I think we're probably going to see a final score that's maybe fairly similar to the Oregon State-Colorado game last week. You know, 26-19, maybe it's 27-20, um, something like that. I don't know who, who wins. But, um, yeah, I just – I see this game kind of being similar to that Oregon State game last week. And 10.5 points is going to be uh, more than enough, I, I think, to help Colorado cover. Uh, two things I want to kind of say. Number one, Cousin Jared, I think there's a little bit of value on this pick because people are – both overreacting to Arizona. That was a great win. UCLA still has some offensive issues, especially when Garbage was kind of hurt for, for part of that game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're still not the greatest offense. They're still kind of one-dimensional. I think people are overreacting to the Colorado offensive coordinator thing, which is a story, but I, I mean, I don't know. that the, Their offensive line was so bad. It's all should yeah. change anyway. So it kind of is a, a tougher... Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure how much that matters it, it, you know, in, in, in one game. The yeah. other thing, and I, I'm, I'm going to say something really stupid. All right, are you ready for this? Sure. I feel like Arizona just has TWTW. You know what I mean? The will to win. And that's obviously ridiculous. And I don't mean I'm being a little facetious, but there is a little something to Arizona has been playing in these close games. They've been winning them. They've been performing really well. And and I would not be surprised if they did. This would be a fantastic road win for Arizona. Mm hmm. But that's very different than saying you're going to win by more than 10 points yeah. <laughs> in altitude against a team that loves them a good backdoor cover, right? Yep. It's a different it's a different situation than that. So uh, I think there's some value there because of that. Because you're my only concern about this pick. My only concern is – now, if you've been riding Colorado lately, um, you've made enough money. You just got to ride this until, you, until it stops, I think. Right, right. My only concern is at what point in the season will potentially – this we're going to fight hard until the the final whistle will that stop we don't mm-hmm. know if you, if you guess it will or won't you're just speculating right all we have is the evidence in front of us that's the only thing in the back mind you wonder will the season take a toll on that sort of thing my hunches it wouldn't in this game at home 
a, a kind of winnable game in the sense of it's not, mm-hmm. you know, Oregon state's a potentially a top 10 team, probably a top 15 team, right? It's not uh, Washington. It's not Oregon, right? It's not one, it's one of those right. top, top teams um, as good as Arizona is at home. This is a winnable game. So I don't think that'll happen here, but you do have to wonder if, if that will end, I, I, I'm just pointing that out there just so someone doesn't say that in the comments. Like we, I'm aware of that, but Hey, unless you have any information of why it will, we don't really know, right? We're just going to kind of stick to, they've been playing to the final whistle and this game could just be close anyway. And a tight, who knows how it's going to play out. And if not, we have a great chance for a backdoor cover with Colorado. So be great pick according to the model, taking 10 and a half points. It's pretty good value. We're just, the A grades we're kind of just reserving right now for money lines because that's where our our bird's been buttered, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is a good pick that we like, which is just not getting the A grade because we want to hold the highest of highest grades for the picks that we cherish the most. Uh, Speaking of that is this one, three (laughs) hundred and fifty Oklahoma state and central Florida, Oklahoma state, a fantastic win against Oklahoma. Questionable call, maybe late, right? Mm -hmm. A little home Mm -hmm. cooking, a little bit of a big 12 refs, you know, a little, uh, if, uh, see you later, Oklahoma. We don't like you anyway. Who knows? <laughs> but this Oklahoma State team is legit. They are for real. They are rising in the rankings after just a terrible start to the season. They've got them. They're running back. We talked about it previously that Gundy has wanted. UCF, though, still a very solid team. This is going to be a lot of offense, uh, mm-hmm. not a lot of defense. We thought there'd be more offense in Bedlam. There were just kind of some scoreless shots. The same thing may happen here. We don't really know, but these are mm-hmm. two pretty good teams at UCF, I'm a little confused as to why we're getting plus odds. We're going to take the plus odds here because uh, this has let down spot written all over it, right? Yeah. So well, first of all, let me let me hit the the not as obvious part first. I, I feel like sideline's been a little high on UCF all, all season. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's still a little low on Oklahoma State based on how they're playing right now. But even if you swap this five points each way, you got a 50-50 game and you're getting plus 125 on, on UCF. So yep. that's one way to, to look at it as well. But yeah, you mentioned it. Biggest letdown spot. I mean, Oklahoma State, however many times they had beat Oklahoma in their history, 19, 19 out of uh, 11 billion times that they've played. And to win the last one, I mean, that is something that those players are going to wear as a badge of pride for who knows how long. Because uh, as an Aggie fan, do you have any knowledge of any sort of situation in your own similar past? No, well, I, was, I wasn't going to bring it up. But sure, you know, you may be waiting <laughs> for more than a decade to, to yeah. ever play this team again. And so just like, you know, I feel like we talk about letdown spots a lot, but like this is like truly like an emotional thing, like little yeah. brother just taking down big brother in the last yeah. last time. Like it was, I don't know. I have no idea how Oklahoma State's going to respond from yeah. that. Could could that be? Um, you know, they come out here and trounce UCF because they just have all the confidence confidence in the world. Sure. Is it Papa? It's Papa eating spinach, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Like now they're now they're just going to destroy everyone. Yes. Or it, they they could just be Popeye, and they could yes. just come out and and not do anything for an entire half because they're still basking in the glory of that Oklahoma win. So yeah, I think this is going to be a crazy high variability game. Sideline likes UCF. Let's say that it's too high on them. I think you still got a 50-50 game at, yeah. at worst. And I don't know. This just seems like too good of a spot to back UCF. It just seems too too good. Yeah, so this is the benefit of the player-based model. UCS offense doesn't really get dinged a ton for what happened when Plumlee was out because it knows that Plumlee is back in now, yeah. and that really matters. He, he's a big boost at offense. Um, you're absolutely right. It could be the Oklahoma State is, is more, you know, is better mm-hmm. than UCF by a larger margin. 
than what the model thinks. This could be more of a coin toss, but plus 125 on a coin toss game. Yep, I'll course. take that every day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to reiterate to the viewer here, we always talk about price is what matters. What we do here, we are investment you know, advisors, basically. If you if imagine if you managed a stock portfolio, that's basically what we're doing. We're not saying if Target's gonna you know have a better year next year or not. What we're saying is what's Target's share price today versus what it should be, you should buy or sell. That's what we're talking about here. It's all relative to the current price. And that's the thing here. This plus 125, that's what matters here. Because when we talk about this letdown spot, it absolutely might be the letdown spot of the century here. Uh, of the lifetime for Oklahoma State, that doesn't mean I play UCF minus 150 because it's right, right. Spot. that would be a different story. You know, the yep. idea is that these two teams are close enough. It's at UCF, this price, the letdown spot is just the cherry on top. There are no locks in gambling and Oklahoma State could absolutely trounce in this game. It's just saying there's a lot of value on this. There's a lot of ways we can get to the window, but we still stick to our principles. There's just not a 10 unit whale special lock of the decade nonsense, right? It's yeah, just saying yeah. we think there's a lot of value in here. We think there's a lot of value in the A grade picks because even if we're off on XYZ, they've done well for us all season because even when they're off a little bit, there's still value to be had. And that's what we think here. And again, that letdown spot's just the cherry on top. Speaking of cherries on top, Iowa and Rutgers, I mean, Iowa, you know, now with the <laughs> offensive coordinator going out and just is deciding, hey, we're going to Iowa this mm -hmm. up. And I love it. I am here for it because <laughs> we have to start. We have to start with a total on this game. No official pick on the total. Totals 28, oh my 20 God. and a half. I saw 28 and a half. It was the last I saw. Yes. Yeah. 28 and a half. Um, that was the kind of like an, an early number. Uh, the model projects. Uh, I'm seeing 29 right now. Model projects 25.4. Oh, Wow. Model model says the average score in this is like Iowa 15 to 11. You know what? 15 to 11, that sounds about right for an Iowa yes. game, doesn't it? Maybe actually, yes. maybe I say that maybe that's a little high scoring, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not even going to get to that point. Um, folks, we're not saying to go under, but uh, we aren't saying to go over either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Uh, do, do, do you have anything to add to the total of this game is 29? <laughs> don't don't bet the over uh, that's that's the only th don't don't bet the over like yeah. literally okay if there was like a windstorm in in the midwest and there were just like muffed kicks right and left like there would have to be turnovers so deep in opponent's territory for this game mm -hmm. to get over 28 and a half 29 points uh there, there's just there's just no way like unless it is literally just people cannot field a punt that you don't you don't need to play the over here <laughs> there is not value in teasing totals. Mm. Um, it's mm. a slight negative expected value play. People mm. do it anyway. Mm -hmm. um, there's not value in teasing totals because totals are never this number <laughs> in mm. college football. Mm. I, we are in uncharted territories. But I look at this and I think if I were to, if I, if I were, if someone said, like, you, you get a free play, but you have to tease the total in this game. I don't even know if I would tease it up or down. It's so low. At some point, you go under and you go, well, they, someone's going to score, right? Like at some point, if you can yeah, tease it down yeah. to like two and a half, you'd be like, well, someone will probably get a field goal, right? But, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and but, even but if, also if you could tease it up and go under, like there's, how's this game getting even to get in the mid thirties? You know, I, yeah. I just, it's so wild. It's so wild to me. It's, it's, it's insane. Well, and I, I'm thinking too, like, okay, so let's say it ends regulation zero, zero. Like how many overtimes will it go? So they're going to kick field goals and what the first two overtimes, and then they'd go to the two point conversion, the third or fourth overtime. Third. I can't remember. 
Third. Okay, yeah. So at that point, I mean, you're 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 topping out if this goes to overtime. You're topping out at like 15 12 minutes. to 10 or something. Yeah. yeah. Like 12 uh, to 10 seems like the, the most it could really get to. That'd be if you got yeah, multiple yeah. two-point conversions. But uh, yeah. even then, we've seen some of these games. The What was it? I was like Miami and Florida, Virginia, uh, Virginia. 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 Yeah. Last year, and yeah. they were struggling to score points. And it got to the two-point conversions. They weren't even get. It was the same sort of thing. The offensive yeah. ineptitude there where it were multiple times where neither one scored. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, yeah. we'll move on. I just thought that was a fantastic discussion because this mm-hmm. is just uncharted territory. And I cannot wait. For Iowa, Nebraska, especially if there's weather involved, oh my god, we yeah. might see yeah. a total in the teens. If there's weather involved, it might honestly should be like eighteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. and I, I can't wait. I can't wait. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the game. Iowa's yeah. offense is terrible. Look at that rating number one twenty four of of one hundred thirty three. Yeah. That actually seems high. That have... seems high. <laughs> that seems high. But. but <laughs> the third best defense. Uh, Rutgers is a solid team. Uh, that seems. Uh, I was probably probably a little bit better um iowa at home minus 130 i mean mm-hmm. iowa just can iowa things up and mm-hmm. win games they don't yeah. deserve to win because their defense is so incredible and that's yep. the bottom line yep copy and paste like every thing that i said a couple i think it may have been like the minnesota game i i, I can't remember which might have been the one they ended up losing but like y- you just have to respect iowa for what they are and you know i've gone multiple seasons at this point saying like they cannot play like that and win games, and I'm I was always wrong. So I've just done a 180 here, and I have embraced that Iowa is going to ugly this up, and they're going to win games exactly like this. And I just, unfortunately for Rutgers, a um, little bit of a letdown spot for them too. Playing uh, Ohio played a great State, game last week. yeah, played playing them, played them closer than the final score indicated. Yeah, oh, much yeah, much closer than the final score indicated. Maybe a little bit of a letdown spot for for them too. Uh, and, and then you know playing Iowa after a game like that against Ohio state is not what you want to be doing. If there's any hangover from, from having to, to, you know, get knocked around by Ohio state, I was not the team that you want to come, come back uh, against. So yeah, Iowa at home with that defense, I just don't think Rutgers offense is good enough to, you know, really do much of anything against this, this Iowa defense. And so, yeah, low scoring slugfest, Iowa's going to win. Uh, at home game. I- not I'm gonna, I'm gonna rampantly, yeah, rampantly speculate here. Um, as Iowa's you should. Defense, as yeah, <laughs> Iowa's defense, Ohio State's defense, pretty similar. Actually, the Ohio State defense actually has now eaten the first place over Michigan's. Hmm. Iowa's here start. I mean, you got all the defenses in the Big Ten. I mean, it's just a, another day, another dollar, right? Yep. If your Rutgers, I, I'm, I don't know if they shot their shot last week. I don't know if they have any bullets left in the chamber, but I mean, they did run that fake tush push, which was incredible with the yes. quarterback then passing it through mm-hmm. his legs to the running back. Um, you know, Iowa now has film of like Rutgers being like, how do we desperately try to score against the defense? <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, you showed us everything you're going to try yeah. to do to score against yeah. the defense. Yeah. I just think they have a hard time scoring. Um, yep. Obviously, their defense will have a much better time against Iowa's offense, but everybody does. Iowa always plays these games, and they tend to win, like, win like nine or ten games every year. It's incredible mm-hmm. how it happens. They tend to win their home games. They tend to lose to Ohio State. They tend to lose to Michigan. They'll blow one random game a year. Yep. Usually it's to like a Wisconsin this year happened to be to, to Minnesota on a game that they probably should have won on that punt return. That was a whole fiasco where the guy, yeah, they, yeah. they said he for caught. didn't look like he did yeah. to me, but yeah. you know, they'll blow a game like that every once in a while. Sure. But for the most part, they tend to win their home games against the non top tier teams because of that defense. And so mm-hmm. we're going to trust Iowa here at a short price, you know, all about the price B grade value here at minus minus one thirty, which wraps us up for our free show here. Cousin Jared, we got four more games to talk about on the extended cut for our people on Dub Club. Again, 
under a dollar per day, you'll get more discussion. You'll get more picks. You'll get study hall where we'll talk about every single game. Mm -hmm. So a lot going on here. Uh, especially with college basketball, if you're on Dub Club. Do you have any parting words before yeah, you take a 60-second break for some music? If, if, if you thought that there was a lot of content before, now college basketball every day on, on YouTube. And, and somehow I'm going to be here for two of them. And, and so really, what more could you ask for uh, by, by hearing us talk about college basketball? It's it's a lovely time of year heading into the fall. weather getting nicer for, for some yes. of us. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully again, we'll see you. After 60 seconds on the other side of this break, if you're with us in Dub Club, you have the link and you will be, and we'll see you then. Mm-hmm.